Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, Forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Drops the throw, steps up, floats a bomb up the right seam, looking for Anderson. He's got it. They're not going to catch him. He's going to go the distance. Touchdown. Sam Darnold dials it up to Robbie Anderson. 92 yards. Bell into the middle of that line. And it's a touchdown. Big return for Crowder. 85 yards. Pass thrown. There was contact with the quarterback, and it's incomplete. They got pressure on Prescott. It was Adams who came blitzing in. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know what's <laughs> the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studios, courtesy of The Athletic, a subscription-based sports news site for real fans. It's a great mix of national voices that you already know, like Jay Glazer, Mike Sandell, Mike Lombardi, the late, great Don Banks, or for The Athletic, too, and awesome local writers. In fact, one of my buddies, Harif Hassan, covers the Vikings, and I was just reading an awesome article that he wrote about this critical offseason for the Vikings. So if you're somebody that likes coverage of your own team, Great, plenty of that, but if you're somebody that likes coverage of other teams like I do, you can get tons of great writers that cover teams besides your own, and as I said, great national writers too. And here's the best part, not only do you get first-rate reporting, but you get all kinds of great analysis, advanced analytics, in-depth player profiles, and more, and it's completely ad-free, no clickbait, just great content. Pro sports, college sports, The Athletic has it all. So if you're not subscribing yet, you're really missing out. Want to get in on the action? I got a great deal for you. Just for being a Play Like a Jet listener, you can go to theathletic.com slash overtime, all lowercase letters, and you'll get yourself 40% off a year subscription. 40%, that's a lot. Go to theathletic.com slash overtime, all lowercase letters, and get all of this fantastic sports coverage in The Athletic for 40% off 
today. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's part three of the mailbag. So for that, we bring in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And of course, above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. So Chris, let's jump right into the mailbag. And our first question comes in from EEPTR. He says, what is your take on all the red flags PFF is raising on Becton regarding his pass protection sets? They have him ranked 50th on their board, and I can see them raising a gigantic stink if the Jets took him at 11, much as they did with the Lee and Hackenberg picks. Let's get this out of the way. Everybody made a stink about the Hackenberg pick. Nobody thought that was a good idea except Mike McCagnin. I think he was the only person on earth that thought picking Christian Hackenberg in the second round was a good idea. So can't really give... PFF too much credit on that one as far as Darren Lee that was also a questionable pick because that was thought to be a very risky pick for the reason that Darren Lee didn't have a ton of experience at the position and he was very raw and there were flashes but nobody knew for sure if he was going to put it all together at the next level obviously he didn't but I could understand why PFF didn't have him graded that highly and that's because he didn't have a lot of college production and that's what I'm getting to with this Makai Becton evaluation. The way PFF evaluates prospects, to the best of my knowledge, is that they look at the tape and then they look at the actual overall production, and that's what they go on. They don't necessarily go based on traits, and they don't necessarily go based on upside. The thing with Makai Becton is his tape is a little spottier, especially before this past year, because he was really a project when it came to pass protection. A mauler in the run game, but really learning how to pass protect, and he saw somebody who had some balance issues, some technique issues. This past year, I thought he cleaned a fair amount of that up and really improved a lot. What you have to remember with Becton, though, is he is more raw than the other three guys, unquestionably, but he has so much power and so much speed and so much agility and so much size. The upside is off the charts. And so you would be picking him not only based on what you saw on tape, and as I said, his tape is a little more inconsistent than the other three, but you'd be picking him based on the fact that he has these traits and he has this upside that is unbelievable. And to that point, Joe Thomas, who I think we can agree knows a thing or two about offensive linemen, said that Mekhi Becton is a potentially generational talent. And what he means by that is he has all the stuff it takes to be one of the greats. The question's going to be if he can put it all together. And so that's going to take some coaching. But I think even if he doesn't necessarily get to the point where he's as refined as the other guys, just because of his raw ability, he has a chance to be a really good tackle anyway, maybe not as good as the other guys if he doesn't hit his ceiling, but I think that's part of it. I think a big part of the reason why PFF isn't as high on Becton as some other people are is because they're not taking into account the traits and the upside. They're only looking at the tape and looking at the production from college, and I think that's a faulty system because when you're evaluating a prospect, you can't just look at what he is right now. You have to look at what you think he's going to be two, three, five, and even 10 years down the line. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, and listen, if I, whoever they take at at eleven, assuming they stay at eleven, whoever they take, I'm not running to see what PFF thinks of it. I, I don't <laughs> care what PFF thinks of it. I have I have voiced my uh, you know doubts and concerns about how PFF does their grading when they're talking about pro players. I have even more questions when it comes to the rookies. So. If no matter who they pick at 11, 
I don't care what PFF says, good or bad, it's not going to move the needle for me one way or the other. Um, what I will say is I don't think that I, – I think of all the top four guys, I think Becton is le- the least likely to stay to 11, mm-hmm. and I think you saw that with his combine performance. I think uh, bec- somebody's going to fall in love with his just – his huge size and his freakish athletic ability. One of those uh, uh, top 10 teams looking for an offensive lineman is going to fall in love with that and and see the upside, and they're going to go with it. Um, and I can't blame them. To see someone that size that moves the way he does and has good enough tape for where you can say, okay, we're going to clean up some of this stuff, but he has such raw natural physical ability – Someone's going to fall in love with that and take him. Um, again, I don't think he's the best of the group, but I just think someone's going to get caught up in all that and and go for the upside before he gets to 11. I could certainly be wrong, and he could slip there. Um, but, the, again, the PFF grade isn't going to bother me. Like you said with the Hackenberg and the, the Darren Lee things, they were far from the only ones that disagreed with that. I mean, the Hackenberg thing, the article I wrote after that, I I crushed the pick. And I, I, I almost wrote in an article that, I, you know, I will quit this job if Hackenberg becomes a decent starter. I didn't go that route, A, because I thought that would have been mean and unfair to Hackenberg. And B, journalism 101, you don't make yourself the story. That would have been seen as me doing that. But I was just so confident that Hackenberg wasn't going to be any good, that I would have been willing to say that, and it would have been zero risk to me. Um, but with Becton, again, I just think somebody is going to get so caught up in the, the upside with him that he's going to be gone before the Jets pick. I agree. I actually think that Becton has a very good chance of being the first tackle off the board. And for a lot of the reason that you said, and that's a big part of why I like him so much, because I think he's already going to be a good to very good tackle. But I think if he puts it all together with that upside, he could be a great tackle. We're talking maybe the best tackle in the league if he gets it all together. And I think that there's a decent chance that he can. So I think his downside isn't really that low but his upside is incredible now to be fair I think that his floor is much lower than the other three guys no question about it but I still think that his floor is good enough to be a solid tackle in the NFL for five to ten years or 15 years or however many years it is that these tackles tend to last I'd have to take a look at how long the average tackle is a starter in the NFL it's funny because I actually think now that Becton, Werfs, and Wills are almost definitely going off the board before the Jets pick at 11, but Thomas could be there, which you never would have thought throughout the season, because throughout the season, all anybody talked about was Andrew Thomas, and now I think as people have scrutinized everybody a little bit more, you look at Thomas and you say, well, he probably is the least upside of the four, and he's solid, but is he ever going to be more than solid? And so I think that's why a lot of teams in the draft process end up souring on a guy like Thomas. Not that he's bad, but that maybe you could do better than him in a certain spot, and he ends up sliding down the board. That's why we've heard some things about him sliding down the draft board a little bit, but I think he's probably the most likely one to still be available at number 11, but you never know. A lot of things could happen. We'll see what happens with these quarterbacks, 
And there are obviously things to come like pro days and there's trades that could affect stuff. So we'll see. But I think you're right, Chris. I think as of now, Becton is almost assuredly not going to be on the board for the Jets at number 11. We'll see, though. That may change. Anything's possible at this time of year. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher again. He says, guys, please help me understand the hype on Chase on. I'm sorry I can't get on board with the 11th pick taking him when he has a total of eight and a half sacks in two years and two came his freshman year against Chattanooga. I understand traits matter, but production matters for pass rushers too. When was the last time a pass rusher came in the league with less than nine sacks in his career and produced at a high level? Josh Allen had 40 sacks in high school and over 30 in college, and he's being compared to Allen. I just don't get it. Traits are great, but a pass rusher needs to finish. I haven't dove in that deeply on Chase on yet. The only thing I can tell you is it's all about the traits with him. If you're a believer in his traits and you're a believer in his God-given athletic ability and you're a believer in his flashes, then that's what you're going on. If you're somebody that goes strictly on production, as we were just talking about with PFF, and that's more or less how they grade guys, then Chase on's not your guy. I can't tell you where I fall yet because I haven't really dug in all that deep on him, but that's more or less what the story is with him. Yeah, I haven't uh, dug into this tape yet either. Um, that's partly uh, like a protest thing for me <laughs> because, again, I will state I want to go offense with this pick and uh, Chison is not Chase Young. Um, I, what I, I watched a good amount of LSU, though, and what I saw I liked. Uh, the traits are there, and, yeah, I, I get everything he's saying there, uh, but when you can see somebody that can turn the corner and has the flexibility in his hips, the bend that he has, yeah, I can get why people are, are, are really like him and why they think that that's going to translate to the next level. I, I definitely see that. I need, to, I'm, I will eventually do more of it. Uh, but again, there is, I, no matter what I see on tape, I know it's not gonna. He's not gonna reach Chase Young level for me, and that's what would need to happen for me to be good with taking him at the eleventh spot. Um, I, I give me one of those offensive linemen. Give me one of those top receivers. Give me a trade back. I, I'm not taking Chiasen. Uh I'm not taking the defensive player in the first round. I am going to continue to be stubborn about this, and that's that's that is my mindset here. Um, I, I do get the concerns, though, and once I see the tape, I might even agree uh, even more with the, t the tweeter. But w regardless, I, I want nothing to do with taking an edge guy, a, a defensive player there. I don't think there's anybody that's really worth it considering all the needs they have on offense. I mean, you can look at somebody like C.J. Henderson, the, the corner um, out of Florida, who seems to be rising, might be able to be a top 10 pick now. I think he would be great. I've seen enough of him. I think he would be a great corner for the Jets. I just think they have so many needs on offense that need to be addressed beforehand that I am not even considering him at that spot. C.J. Henderson, I'm not so sure about, who, by the way, was mocked to the Jets by Daniel Jeremiah in his most recent mock draft. And I'm not sure about Chase on. I have to watch more tape on Chase on, as I said. 
But the one guy that I will tell you, if he drops to 11, which I think there's zero chance that he will, that is neither a pass rusher nor an offensive player that I would jump on in a heartbeat is Jeff Okuda. That guy is going to be an absolute stud. If you watch his footwork at the combine on top of his tape, it's just mind-boggling how good he's going to be if he doesn't get hurt. And his knowledge of tape... He just sounds like a young Darrell Revis the way he talks as far as understanding the different offenses and such. If he fell to 11, I'd be all over that, but I think there's zero chance that that happens. I also disagree with you in the sense that you and I have gone through this. I wouldn't pick a wide receiver at 11. Just too many good receivers in this draft for me to do that, but we'll see. Depends on who falls to 11, and there's a lot to be determined there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Peter J. Dillard. He says, gentlemen, of course I'm hoping that the Jets get one of the four big tackles in the draft. As of now, I don't know if they're going to be able to get one, but I also don't think that they should settle for Josh Jones at 11 if the other four are gone. Obviously, if the Jets can trade back a few spots and get him, I'd be all in. What do you guys think about the possibility of Jones at 11? Also, am I crazy? But I actually believe the report that the Jets have a wink, wink, nod, nod deal with Jack Conklin. I think all the stories after are just CYAs because it got leaked. What do you think? Also, funnier show, Curb, Seinfeld, or The Office. And Chris, I'm going to throw this in together with... Something else that came to us Curb Your Enthusiasm related and we're going to end the mailbag on this particular question because Curb Your Enthusiasm is a good way to go out on a high note George Costanza style. It's from Ian Steiner. He says, do you think the Jets organization thought Curb was funny like we all did or give him the treatment that the Knicks just gave to Spike Lee? 
So let's go through all of this, and we'll start with what Peter asked. As far as Josh Jones, it all depends on what Joe Douglas thinks of him because I think there's a decent possibility that Josh Jones ends up going between 15 and 20. He may even go higher than that. He is such a tremendous raw talent that there could be a team that likes him better than the top four guys. We're going to find out soon, but I think that his stock is going to go up as we get closer and closer. If you're Douglas, the question becomes, if you really like Jones, is it worth it to you to trade back and risk losing out on him and being cute? That's a Mike McCagnin type of move. We saw McCagnin do that a bunch of times where he would hesitate, wouldn't pull the trigger, and then he would lose out on the guy that he supposedly really wanted. So I think if you really like Jones and you think he's going inside the top 15, maybe you don't want to risk trading back to take him. Maybe you just sit there and grab him and don't worry about it. Again, it would depend on how much you like him and it would depend on where you anticipate him going. Next part of the question, as far as Jack Conklin... I think what's going on here is a lot of his agents speak. Drew Rosenhaus wants everybody to be open for bidding on Conklin. I do think that he wants the Jets to make a big offer. Maybe he's looking to use them as leverage. Maybe he thinks that they will make the biggest offer. But he also definitely doesn't want other teams to not bid. So I think that's what the Adam Schefter story was about. I'm not convinced that the Jets are going to get Conklin. I'm also not convinced it would be a great move. There are pros and cons of this, and I've talked about this on Twitter and with Manish. The good thing would be it would give Joe Douglas a big win in free agency. It would upgrade a position they desperately need to upgrade. And Conklin is relatively young. The downside, of course, is that you would be paying big money for a guy who's not an elite player. And then you could be looking at a situation where two years from now, you're really regretting the deal. So there's pros and cons to discuss. I think that it's very much up in the air where Conklin's going to go. And if I had to bet, I would say he probably doesn't go to the Jets. If anything, maybe he uses them for leverage, but we'll see. As far as the last part of your question, what's a better show, Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld? Both are great. I've often said that Curb is what Seinfeld would have benefited been on premium cable. I've got to go with Seinfeld, though, just because the body of work was so consistently good for such a long period of time. It's interesting because Curb has been on for 10 seasons, but the seasons are so much shorter than Seinfeld's were. So Seinfeld had so many more episodes, and there were very few Seinfeld episodes that I remember not liking. Even the weaker ones were really, really good. So I got to go with Seinfeld for the length and consistency. And the last part of this, as much as I know that the Jets are very much worried about public perception, I do think that they probably chuckled about the Larry David thing and were happy to be included in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't think that the Jets are going to try to do to Larry David what the Knicks are doing to Spike Lee. And on top of that, Larry David isn't like Spike Lee in the sense that Spike Lee would show up at every single Knicks game courtside. I don't know how often Larry David goes to Jets games anyway, so it's not a comparable situation. But I don't think the Jets are going to go crazy about it the way that the Knicks did with Spike Lee. All right, so with the Conklin stuff, it could be a couple of different things, but the way that, uh, you know, it, it came out, Jets are going or to pay him the most, and he's going to – it came out basically de deal's done, which people will sit there and roll their eyes out. The free agency hasn't even started, but this happens all the time, especially at the Combine. Um, but the way that Schefter came r directly, as soon as that came out, it was like, a minute and a half later, Schefter comes over the top to just crush it. That speaks to me that that came 
uh, agent hit up Schefter right there and was like, hey, hold up. We, we can't have this negotiation stop. We got to keep building it up. So now you could read that as the Jets are being used for leverage, or you could read it as, yeah, that the Jets have basically are the clear front runners willing to pay the most right now, but he wants to, uh, the agent wants to bump up the price even more. Um, and it could go either way, honestly, because I'm conflicted about what to do with Conklin. I, I think it would be great to bring him in. I don't know how happy I'd be about making him the highest paid tackle in football, but that's probably what you're going to have to do. But also we've seen the Jets used as leverage numerous times. Um, and so it's possible this could happen before. What I will know is we're going to hear a lot more of this over the next couple of weeks with a whole bunch of different players as well. This is the most frustrating time of the year because it's really hard to <clears throat> parse everything we're hearing and going through with it. Right now, I still think it would make more sense to sign Thune, but again, I'm not in Joe Douglas's head. Um, I could see him wanting to shore up the tackle position first and foremost, so I, I could certainly see it, and I do think he's going to make a real push for him. I just don't know if he's going to be willing to be the highest bidder on him. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to wait and see there. As far as ranking the shows, I, I believe he, he wanted to know about Curb, The Office, and Seinfeld. And I'm going to go ahead and, and first uh, throw in that I have Parks and Rec, The Good Place, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine above all of them. But uh, I go Curb, Office, and then Seinfeld. And I do agree with you about Seinfeld. I was going to use the comparison, with, this is going to be funny because it's an opposite argument for me here, where uh, I where we with the, the, the flats versus uh, drumsticks argument. I go flats because the best drumsticks are the best, but they're too inconsistent. The flats are always good. You just know how to poke them out. The, the best episodes of Curb are better than the best episodes of Seinfeld, in my opinion. But the floor on Seinfeld episodes is better than the floor on Curb episodes. Curb does get an advantage being able to be on HBO. Even last night, it was a 35-minute episode. They didn't have to worry about – there's no commercial breaks you have to worry about. So you can extend scenes for longer if you want to. <clears throat> the level of difficulty is higher with Seinfeld. But the highs of Curb are just so outrageous that I go with Curb there. Um, but Seinfeld is a great show on its own, and uh, it's a, a little bit dated now of the times that happens. But, uh, yeah, I, you can't go wrong with any of them. They're all great shows. And I also think I'd rather watch Larry David being ridiculous and uh, over the top than Jerry Seinfeld being ridiculous and over the top. So I go, I give a little bit of an edge to Curb there. As far as... The Johnson's reaction to this episode, I think they'll have a much better sense of humor about it than Jim Dolan would. Also, I don't I don't think that they particularly love it. I definitely think that they'll probably be a little offended. And uh, I believe it was the 2016 training camp. Larry David did come out to that training camp. I don't imagine that he's going to be getting invites back anytime soon for training camp. But... I also trust that they are not going to make a big public 
mess out of this. I think they know if they try to do any any type of response or anything, it's just going to make them look worse. And I think they'll avoid that part of it. So I, I don't think they're happy about it. I do think they probably chuckled a little bit. They're self-aware enough compared to Joel Dolan, but they're not going to be inviting him to training camp anymore. I just I don't see that happening. But they're not going to make a big public mess and spectacle out of all this because they I think they know better than that. They'll just leave this alone. I think they know they know this is something that they can't win also. Regardless of what the Jets do with Larry David, I think we both know that all Jets fans right now are hoping in their heart of hearts, in fact praying, that one day they can sit there and turn to their friends who are fans of the Giants or the Patriots or the Dolphins or whoever else and say that Sam Darnold is pretty, pretty, pretty good. That remains to be seen though, Chris, and hopefully the draft process in free agency will help illuminate whether that's going to happen because Joe Douglas has to add some pieces to this team to help Sam Darnold succeed down the line. And we're about to find out if the reputation really is legit because that is the task at hand for him. We've got the draft, we've got free agency coming up, and we've got a lot of stuff coming up here on the podcast with you, Chris. Just like last year, we're going to do daily free agency podcasts starting the day before the tampering period. On Monday, we'll have our final free agency preview, and that'll feature you and Michael Nania. So you'll be talking about the whispers that you've been hearing at the last minute, and we'll also have Michael on to talk about what he's done in terms of breaking down the various potential free agent targets. I'm really looking forward to free agency, looking even more forward to the draft, but we got to get through free agency first before we really dive heavy into the draft. So Chris, lots going on here on this podcast and a lot going on at JetsInsider.com. What do you, Nanny, have cooking over there right now? Yeah, well, Nanny has been pumping out a lot about, um, you know, free agent profile picks, uh, articles. So there's a lot up there right now. Go ahead and check them out. He's doing an excellent job with them. Absolutely killing it. I'm going to have a couple free agency articles coming up uh, later this week and going into next week. Um, and then after those first couple days of free agency, that's when I'll start pumping out a lot of the draft content. I'm sure Nania will be doing the same there too. So over these next couple weeks, months, there will be a whole bunch of content up there. But right now, uh, like I said, Nanny has been killing the free agent profiles. Go ahead and check them out. And then I'll have some more big picture free agency plans, you know, kind of like if they go uh, with Conklin, then what we'll have to do here. If they go with Thune, and then what we'll have to go from there. So I'll run through a whole bunch of different scenarios, and I'll have a bunch of stuff up on there. And then, like I said, not, Nanny always go to keep pumping out these free agent profiles. So there's a lot of good stuff up there. Go ahead and follow Chris on Twitter at CNimbly and at Jets Insider. Read his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com along with Michael Nania. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.